today. Black Lives Matter militants charged after harassing elderly diners. A judge rules that Pennsylvania's pandemic restrictions were unconstitutional, as it turns out. And Joe Biden calls President Trump a climate arsonist. We've got a lot to get into, folks, and it starts right now. Already? <laughs> Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Today joined, uh, we got a double dose of Glenn Beck twice in a row, two days in a row. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Famous. Thanks yeah, for being here. I'm pitching uh, a thousand, hitting a thousand, <laughs> a thousand? whatever. I just want to keep listening to you struggle yeah. to give yeah. baseball. It's like another <laughs> home run on hockey day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also joined by newbie to the show. Earl Johnson. Earl Johnson. Earl Johnson. We'll see how long it takes people to figure out well, the cowboy hat. It's Welcome weird Earl. without the hat. It is. You it should is. have it surgically sewn to your head. I really should. You really should. I, I've, like I said earlier, I, I look like a, I've seen better heads on a pimple. Yeah. Yeah. I have too. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. Uh, all right. Let's get Deep to the, the story <laughs> of the day. Hey, do we have that today? That'd be great. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So three Black Lives Matter militants were charged after a viral video showed them harassing elderly diners. Now, this was in Pittsburgh, outside a Pittsburgh restaurant over Labor Day weekend. Uh, here is a little bit of that video. Watch. So the three rioters were charged with uh, different uh, misdemeanors. They range from theft, conspiracy, simple trespass, disorderly contact, uh, conduct. Terrorism. I mean, it should be. be. That's exactly what that was. They were trying to terrorize that couple. You want to know what it felt like to be a Jew in 1934 in Germany? Right there. Mm. That's exactly how it felt. Right before things got crazy, 1933, before they started passing all the laws and for the night of broken glass, that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. And everybody just stood and took it. I, I never thought, I thought for religious persecution, I thought for other reasons, yes, but for race, I never thought I'd see this in my life in America. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a return in many ways to... Uh, segregation era. I mean, it's what they're wanting. It's what they're yeah, demanding. That's what yeah. what's going on. You know, you mentioned <clears throat> Nazi Germany. You know, Hitler was the head of the what the film commission in Germany, and and he would create these films, these uh, these kind of these public service announcements where the Boy Scouts are out there and they're in the wilderness, and an avalanche happens, and they try to figure out which one they were going to save, which boy were they going to save, and it was always the blonde hair, blue eyed one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and anybody that didn't look that way with the skin color, the, the right Aryan look. And a full saved. head of hair, right? Full head of, full head of hair, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It, but that was, that was a whole deal. And so through, through little tidbits of indoctrination, subconsciously mm-hmm. and subliminally that are being put in people's minds, 
right now is is getting to the point where this is being normalized. Mm -hmm. This kind of behavior not only being normalized, it's being justified. And it's being justified from the top down. Corporations are doing it. Professional sports are doing it. They're all justifying it. They're all normalizing it. So they're making this okay, and it's not. Um, Did you you see Bill Maher, what he said Friday Mm -hmm. uh, on his show? He had a CNN reporter. And S. Stephen, do we have that? By any chance, I played it on radio, I think, today. It may Um, take them just a second. Okay. But he had a CNN reporter on, and they were talking about it. And he said... Come on, you guys, you can't say that, um, you know, I see the justification happening uh, on the news. And I see, and, and he said, don't look at me like that, because the CNN r- reporter gave him a smirk like, oh, Bill, you're so crazy. You're part of it. You're part of this conspiracy that we're all like. And he said, don't look at me like that. You know it. You see it. Are you a part of it? Mm-hmm. Are you part of a problem now? When you lose Bill Maher, yeah. And Bill Maher is saying, you are off the deep end here. You, I, what, how are you going to vote? You're, an, you're a white person, an older person, or you're a person that just actually believes in justice. You think that's going to appeal to your supporters? Yeah, I mean, that's what strikes me is every time I see something like uh, the the video that we just saw of the people harassing the elderly white people just sitting trying to enjoy their dinner, I'm like, it feels a lot like this is just these are just undercover like Trump people trying to get him reelected because you have to look at that and go, how is this is a Trump 2020 ad? It's a big backfire is what it is, because this whole agenda, when they want to show America burning to the ground, that, I think the ploy was and the strategy was this is Trump's America. But it's starting to backfire in a big way because yeah. you now have the Don Lemons and the Jake Tappers who are actually going after some of these leftists. And because one, it sells and two, it's fodder. I mean, they, they were writing the script in many ways for this. And so it's good for ratings. That's for sure. Mm. But when you have the leftists leftist, those mouthpieces that are actually going after the progressives, we're starting to see where this thing backfired. It's almost like the media right now is trying to pull this back in to the degree that they can. Not going to be able to. But it's it's gotten out of control. Pandora's box is open. Yeah. And, you know, I I will say tomorrow on, I think I'm going to do it on radio, um, but I'm going to post it on Facebook and YouTube. We've spent two days looking into all the people that have been arrested for the fires. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the media and all these fact checkers are saying, oh, there is no there's no arson there. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. I have three pages of names that have been arrested for arson uh, and they're the worst of the worst. And we have we have their 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 charging papers. We, We how is anyone going to say there is no arson mm-hmm. and there's no names involved. And that's a conspiracy theory. And that conspiracy theory is being propagated by Facebook, YouTube, Google and the mainstream media. And I challenge them to take it down tomorrow. I'm going to do it on radio and take it down. Go ahead. I justify love, it. I love How do you justify Glenn. it? I love angry Glenn. It's sexy. I, <laughs> sexy. Well, you know, you bring, man enough to say it. You, you, bring, you bring that up, Glenn. Uh, let's talk about all of the the arson charges that are going on. I shared a I was pulled into some store, uh, some conversation on Twitter with some guy who said, that, yeah, that's there's no arson going on. There's no Antifa members who have been charged. That's all a lie. And I was 
tagged in the conversation. And so I knew that we were going to talk about this on the show. So I shared the, the Blaze.com link and they're like, oh, OK, it's from the Blaze and Glenn Beck. Oh, sure. I'm like, click on the sources, you dummy. This, these are local news reports. These are local news reports from the actual places that they're happening. That's what they have to do. The first thing they had to do was discredit me. And yeah. George Soros himself spent a million dollars out of his own pocket to start the first full-time smear team mm. for Media Matters. So you have to destroy me. Yep. Then you destroy anything that I say. You destroy anything connected to me. And it just keeps going on and on because, well, you're here, so you're now smeared. You're here, so you're smeared. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing left. It is the same thing with Antifa. It is just destroy everything. Mm -hmm. You know you're on the wrong side when your tactic is dismantle, destroy, discredit everything. Mm -hmm. What do they stand for? They say anti-fascism. Anti <laughs> but what does that even mean? They don't know. They do know because they say it all the time. America, they believe America and the West is fascistic. So destroy America and then we'll live in some utopia. Well, the world didn't find anything even close. And this is no utopia, but they never found anything close to even halfway livable until America showed up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just never been tried properly, Glenn. No, I know. Socialism I know. has never been instituted and done right. It just has never been done right. But I will say to you kids out there, and, and they're saying now that, that it was a, a couple of years ago, 50% of young Americans were saying that they would vote in socialism, essentially. Now, 7 out of 10 are saying that they're in favor of it and they would vote for socialist uh, practices in an economy. That's scary because you're going to lose your iPhone. You're going to lose your video games. But you're going to no lose idea. your No, you won't lose your phone. You won't lose your phone. Well, China, as long as China's around doing their thing. You but, will have your phone because it'll be the way they they'll track They'll be tracking you. you. They'll be yeah. tracking you. But those are the things. That, I mean, there's, there's, you're not going to eat. I mean, let's, mm -hmm. let's start there. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so it's insane how, again, it's a subliminal thing. It's a thing that has just little by little, it's been laundered. We've laughed at it. We've legalized it. We've we've lauded it. And it's all these things that are just little stuff that that have been just in, in a micro form. Just keep saturating our brains with it. If you could, we, it becomes normal. If you could point to the, the one main factor of what's driving the, 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 the young kids. OK, so 20 years ago. That way. 25 years ago, 30, you know, you, you look at when postmodernism, which has been around for a while and nobody can define it, when postmodernism became kind of the, um, the philosophy du jour, right? And, mm -hmm. and people were just saying basically they were creating their own realities that were out there. When you get rid of the standard of truth and you start using things like my truth or our truth yeah. and those kind of phrases, and then you start changing the language, when you do those little things, they become the catalyst whereby there's nothing else to measure a standard anymore. Mm. You don't have that. You want to change words and change their meaning. Uh, they, they throw around the word racist. They don't even know what the word racist means. So when you start changing those things, we live in a postmodern world where everything is interpreted by me. And by you, by the individual. So there is no standard bearer anymore. You can't, you don't have any of that. So people are making up their own rules. They're making up their own laws. You can go out in the street and act like a damn animal. 
and nobody's going to hold you accountable for that. Yeah. So you have a problem here because it's not only being dismissed and modeled. One of the most dangerous stories I have read in a long, long time is what happened with the CDC yesterday. Um, what happened with the CDC was they decided to go against Donald Trump's, uh, um, what do you call it, executive order. Mm -hmm. Now, the CDC is part of the executive branch. Okay? Right. He, he, he is the CEO yes. over all of those yes. mm -hmm. uh, companies, if you will. Okay? So the CDC works for the president. He signed an executive order. No one in the administration or in government is to have any of these, uh, you know, white supremacy and critical theory, critical theory uh, yeah, yeah uh, seminars. The CDC decided to go ahead with theirs anyway. And it wasn't just one. It was a 13-week course Good Lord. and when you see what the, it was teaching how capitalism is is racist how the whole system is racist how it all has to be overturned how you have to have the last step was to make the members of the CDC into activists mm. okay <laughs> they just they're just gonna do it and the head of the CDC said well um, I you know it's race racism is a is a human uh, condition and it's a it's as deadly as any disease so we have to do it well Trump found out about it I think this morning because they moved on it this morning and they said that's not happening stop it right now but what didn't happen was you 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 and you are all fired yeah. You cannot have a deep state that says, I don't care what the president says. And, and I mean this, if anybody listened to me at the time, you know how much I disliked President Obama when one of the first things he did was take the just war theory out of um, uh, West Point. Mm -hmm. Just war, that theory is a Christian theory that has helped us not become Nazis, okay? It, is, it, it, it helps keep us in check so we don't get power hungry and just take over company or countries. I was so dead set against that, but it was the president's right to say, stop teaching that. Mm -hmm. If the Pentagon would have said, or West Point would have said, okay, Mr. President, just do it anyway. All of those people should have been fired. Mm -hmm. You cannot have people who are not elected not answering to the elected official. That is fascism. Mm -hmm. Why isn't anybody fired from the CDC? I don't like it, Glenn. When is the president going to act and yeah. stop this? Yeah. I mean, Chad, really, what he's saying, it's like people, you say deep state. And people are like, that's just a conspiracy no, theory. And it's no, like, this well, stage, hello, what is this? That's it. Yeah. At this stage in the game, if you deny that, you're an idiot. I mean, that's the bottom line. You're, you're foolish. I mean, you used to think the FBI and the CIA was bipartisan, was nonpartisan. Uh, I mean, look at all the stuff you know now. Give me and a it's break. It's the same time they're the people that said the CIA created AIDS. Yeah. Stop it. Right. Stop it. Stop and, it. And, you know, there's a reason Barack Obama still has a house in Washington, D.C. Don't give, give me a break. Yeah. All right. We've got more coming up. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. Uh, so if you have back pain, knee pain, neck pain, whatever the cause or whatever the pain may be. Pain of loss of hair. 
Uh, <laughs> maybe. I didn't feel any of that when it came out. Maybe. Uh, you might be dealing with an inflammation Nothing. problem. And uh, if you don't treat inflammation, it can cause permanent damage. That's where Omega XL comes in. Uh, it actually attacks the inflammation that is causing your pain. So you're not just like rubbing on, you know, a topical rub, like icy hot or something. And you're like, wow, this feels really great for the 10 minutes that I feel it. And then I'm in pain again. You don't have to live that way. You can use Omega XL, which neutralizes the inflammation that causes these painful stiff joints and muscles. Uh, Let me tell you something. When you get out of pain, it truly is life-changing. And if you are one of many, many people who just walk around all day in pain, you got to try this, okay? It is worth it. Let's get you started. Order Omega XL right now. Get a second bottle for free. You can go to OmegaXL.com slash news. Get that second bottle for free by going to Omega. OmegaXL.com slash news. Back in a minute. All right, we were talking about uh, all of the, quote, fake news that there is actually arson going on with all of these fires going on in uh, California that have just devastated so many uh, homes. So Joe Biden talking about uh, climate and climate change and uh, President Trump. Can, can go, we, go before ahead. you get to the sound of this, can we just take that f- still photo of him there? <laughs> he is the, the freaking scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> he is. I mean, it's like he's waiting for Dorothy to help him down. They really do, and they... I've noticed, too, that they do try. They're very uh, cognizant of what his backdrop is yeah. when he's speaking because he had the big trucks behind him when yeah, he was talking yeah, about Build yeah. Back and Better. Yeah, yeah, Ford Raptors, too. Don't don't forget. Yeah. Because progressive liberals that right. care about the environment love, are buying a lot of Ford Raptors. They love the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, so here is uh, Joe Biden talking about President Trump and how uh, President Trump is actually the climate arsonist himself. Watch. But you know what is actually threatening our suburbs? Wildfires are burning the suburbs in the West. Floods are wiping out suburban neighborhoods in the Midwest. Hurricanes are imperiling suburban life along our coast. If we have four more years of Trump's climate denial, how many suburbs will be burned in wildfires? How many suburban neighborhoods will have been flooded out? How many suburbs will have been blown away? In superstorms. This is great. <laughs> if you give a climate arsonist four more years in the White House, why would anyone be surprised if we have more America blaze? Okay, stop. If you- stop, stop, stop. Look at the, put that on the screen. Get, zoom in on his face for me, will you? Just zoom in on his face. Because he's turned into the one of the old Muppets. He oh my has. gosh, he is. He is. His eyes don't move. They're just a little slant. Yeah, they're so And he's slant. like, and hey, what's happening around here? I don't get it. He's just this angry Muppet. Why, like, why Bernie is he... Sanders next to him, he'd look like the two that are sitting up in the theater. Oh yeah, the it, would. Theater, it yeah. would. Why is he yelling? He has microphones. He's so condescending. That's the thing that annoys me. Look here, man. Listen, man. Yeah. So condescending. He's like he's scolding a child. Uh... This whole thing, what about the democratic cities that are on fire? Let's talk about that, right? People who are actually, it used to be blacks went into their black communities and burned their communities down during riots. Now you've got white people going into the black community burning things down. You want to talk about 
You want to talk about, I don't know how anyone is not seeing this. Yeah. What he said is absolutely true. You look at it at the beginning, it was a lot of black people. There are no black people There's involved. No black people. There's no black people. It's all white people saying, we're here to you know help the black people. Let me burn their house down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, That's wait. exactly what's going on. It's, it's like it's like this, it's like the clan with some uh, some weird Alice in Wonderland yeah. PR firm. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were at the Tulsa rally, uh, the Trump rally, and Sarah was there. Mm-hmm. And you remember the big BLM parade yes. protest that yes. came down the street? Yes. There were a couple it of was. hundred folks. One black guy. Yeah, it was all it was all white. One black guy it in the all entire thing. White people who looked like they hadn't showered in about a week. Yeah. At and least they hadn't. Uh <laughs> I love that Trump has so much power that he can sit on the toilet at three in the morning in the West Wing and tweet something out, spray painted orange with a white Speedo tan line uh, and and control the climate. He can control the hurricanes, the weather, the superstorms. What's a superstorm? <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it, it, where's Greta Thunberg? I thought she was going to fix all of this stuff. This is like NBA players putting social justice messages on the back of their jersey. That doesn't end racism, okay? This earth can shake us off if it wants to. It's done it. Mm-hmm. It's done it. Mm-hmm. God's done it. It can happen again, right? This, what's, what we're seeing right here is, and I've told, we've talked about this on the show before. This is, this is earth. This, this is our country right here. Let's say that. The hand of God is being removed. The grace is being removed the mercy is being removed. We're getting what we deserve. 2020 is a perfect example of the things that this man said for the last 30 years. You keep on, you keep on pressing. You know, when it says, be not deceived, God is not mocked in the book of Galatians. That phrase in the Greek language says you don't thumb your nose at God. And that's all we've done now. That's all we've done. I had a Western civilization course in college. I had two semesters of it. I had to read the most exhaustive, boring book about Western civilization for two semesters. And at the end of it, we were like, why in the hell did you make us read this book? He said, I want you to see one thing in that book this thick. Man's inhumanity to man. It's always been there. It'll always be there. And to the degree that that grace is removed, you are going to continue to see it get worse and worse. And that's what we're seeing. So to blame Trump, Donald Trump, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, he, let me just bring one more one more thing into the equation here, talking about climate change. Uh, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti, <laughs> he w- went on with Anderson Cooper and uh, had a little bit to say on President Trump disagreeing with his prediction that uh, the Earth's temperatures are just going to continue increasing. And uh, here's what he had to say. Watch. The idea of saying, I don't think science knows, is like turning back 2,000 years of human progress. It's like saying the truth doesn't actually know. We know what is causing this. Um, There is consensus there, and he's kind of one of the last members of the Flat Earth Society. But, you know, denial doesn't work when it comes to COVID. Denial doesn't doesn't work when it comes to climate. And the cost of denial is that people lose their lives and their livelihood. What an incredible... (laughs) What a, just what a miraculous time to have climate change fires right at election season this year, mm-hmm. not any other time this year, this year to have the entire West Coast on fire and have it not caused by people 
who are setting it on fire. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? That they're setting towns and everything else on fire. But it is too crazy to think that they would set a forest on fire. You're right. That doesn't that doesn't compute <laughs> at all. So it's all happening now in the West, right before the election. So they can change the conversation to climate change now. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. I was wondering, I, where, mean, I wanted to know where climate change went. I mean, when coronavirus <laughs> happened, nobody suddenly nobody was talking about climate change. And back during the primaries for the Democratic debates, that's, they were saying that was the number one thing they were concerned with. And you know what's crazy is it's really burning down Washington, Oregon, and California. It's burning it down. states. And uh, they're all Democratic states. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not going to get any, by talking climate change, you're not going to get any more voters in California, Oregon, or California. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, well, we haven't built a dam since 1971. We have no water reservoirs anymore. And we're not, we're not, we're not clear cutting or, or, you know, cutting the underbrush or doing controlled burns anymore. Of course, this is happening. I'm sorry, that's too far over the head into <laughs> eco science for those people in California. But that's what's that's what's happening. And then you hear Joe Biden standing there like the scarecrow in front of the grass going and, you know, how many suburbs, how many yeah. suburbs are going to burn? If it if this continues, nobody except California, Washington and Oregon are thinking about their suburbs burning down to the ground in the rest of the country. And then saying it's going to be a forest fire. They're all thinking, yeah, it's Antifa. I mean, how many more suburbs will burn in the next four years? Yeah, right. Yeah. All great points. Uh, All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, this segment, Laurel Springs. So uh, if you are still doing distance learning, maybe you are stuck with one of those school districts that have crazy, ridiculous rules. They want to mask up your kids uh, or you just you got to keep your kids remote at home. They're not giving you another option. You got to know about Laurel Springs. Uh, For nearly 30 years, Laurel Springs has been bringing their expertise to distance learning. They have already become experts in this. So you don't have to be. They go from grades kindergarten through 12th. So they've got it all. And they are a student centered experience uh, for each learner's path and pace. Laurel Springs offers specialized programs for academically driven students desiring advanced and accelerated instruction through its academy and also designed for you parents who want to like pull your hair out when you try to sit there and teach your kid remote all of these things. Not that I would know from any personal experience Mm. being pregnant and not being able to drink wine while I'm trying to teach my kid his remote schoolwork. All right. Um, You don't have to be pregnant. I can't drink a lick of alcohol either. And it's not helpful. Not helpful. I got you both covered. (laughs) Laurel Springs. It is fully accredited, by the way. Their transcripts are recognized by colleges and universities worldwide. You got to go take control of your child's education. There is a better way. You can go to laurelsprings.com slash why you'll get a waived registration fee. Now that is laurelsprings.com slash why W-H-Y laurelsprings.com slash why for a waived registration fee. Go there now. Uh, All right. Governor Tom Wolf's pandemic restrictions that required people to stay at home. It placed size limits on gatherings and ordered, quote, non-life sustaining businesses to shut down are 
apparently, who knew, unconstitutional, according to a federal judge who ruled this uh, just yesterday. The Wolf administration is going to appeal. Now, this federal judge was appointed by President Trump, and uh, he said that uh, he sided with the plaintiffs. Now, that included hair salons, sorry, Nancy Pelosi, drive-in movie theaters, a farmer's market vendor, a horse trainer, and several Republican office holders uh, in the lawsuit against Tom Wolf and uh, his health secretary, who obviously said that he was overreaching and uh, violated their constitutional rights. Um, do you think that more states, do you think that this, that there will be more states that fall victim to this type of thing? Do you think that any other states are going to see any sort of backlash from this? Because uh, Pennsylvania obviously was not the only state that did this. I mean, we're still, well, Chad, well, you know, Chad, I'll let you I'll let you speak about Texas, Chad. You you know how I feel about the whole thing in that I think any of these mandates are not constitutional. Mm-hmm. None of them. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm ready for them to snatch these signs down out of the convenience store and the restaurant doors that say you can't come in here. No mask, no service. I'm sorry. No, absolutely. No, you have a right to do that as a business. You, you have a right. Not to, as, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Yeah. As, a, as an elected official, when you're handing down these mandates. You don't have that right. Right. But I do if I'm if I'm opening, you know, happy Chang's. Right. And I don't want people in, you know, without yeah. a mask. I can put that. Sign you can up put there, that up there. The state can't tell me to put that sign up. Thank you. That's and, the point. So but but hold on. But hold on to that point. How much pressure can the state do you think is reasonable for the state to be allowed to put on them? Like not making it a mandate, but saying, well, we we really, really, really recommend that you guys do that because we'd hate to like pull funding from your area or I mean, there are plenty of things that the state can do without mandating it. They shouldn't have the, they shouldn't have the funding for our area. What do you mean? You're well, going to stop building roads? I mean, I, I just stop paying taxes. Well, it's politics, right? So right. I just I just worry that saying, well, as long as it's not a mandate. I mean, these private businesses, no, I know a lot of them don't right agree to, with that. They do not have a right to bully anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a right to be stupid. I have a right to, you know, to live my own life. I have a right to life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Those are my rights. They have the right, the governors do, not the federal government, for health concerns. They do have the right for temporary measures. But Fauci is now saying, did you see the latest? Yeah, into late next year. Yeah. We will not be fully opened. Maybe, maybe not even at the end of 2021. <laughs> what the? Yeah. Uh, Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is 100% out of his mind. This is, this is, this is, look, we are fundamentally changing everything about America. How many people have been, have been shook from the, uh, the tradition of football mm-hmm. this season? Basketball, baseball, I don't really care about it anymore. Um, the Macy's Day Parade has been canceled. That means what is our, in my family, that's a tradition. Yeah, Even if we, if we can't go, we, are, we just turn it on, and while we're getting things ready, we have the Macy's Day Parade on. Everything. We, 30 days, 30 days makes a habit. Mm. How many people were in the habit of going to church mm. that when they weren't necessarily driven, but they, they wanted to go and it was a habit 
Now you have to get them to get back into the habit mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. We have taken all of the things that our kids get up certain hour a day, get ready for school, pack your lunch, be responsible, do those things. Those habits are all gone. Mm -hmm. We are breaking every good habit, mm -hmm. every good American instinct you know, of helping our neighbor, of looking into each other's eyes, of going and visiting the sick. We've, we've destroyed ourselves mm -hmm. and they keep dragging it out. There's not going to be anything left in the end. Mm. It's profound. And, I, and I'll tell you, we, I'm calling it a new religion of safetyism and we're worshiping at the altar of safety. And these people have, they, they, they've now, I had no idea people were that fearful of death, honestly, of, 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 a, of something that really isn't killing that many people right. statistically. But people are so scared of this thing. I go back to what we were talking about earlier, the sub, the, just the subconscious subliminal stuff that has been pumped into our brains. You know, I, I'm preaching today, but, <laughs> you, know, as a man, you know, as a man thinks, so is he, right? Mm -hmm. That the, the, the Hebrew word for that, for thinks, is, is for a gatekeeper. What you allow through the gate is what you become. Your heart, your mind, your soul. You keep, you keep letting this stuff come in, and it's what you're going to become. And we're becoming automatons with no liberty, with, with no idea of pursuing happiness. This, we're pursuing safety. To this point, two things on safety. Remind me of coming back to safety. Two things. On that point... America would never have put up with any of this stuff had the Internet mm -hmm. been this powerful. Right. So we are just locked in uh, there. Hey, they're showing they're they're normalizing pedophilia on mm -hmm. Netflix. Mm -hmm. Well, we should we should cancel our net Netflix subscription. Well, no, no, let's not get hasty. Let's not get hasty. Mm -hmm. They're normalizing yeah. pedophilia. Yeah. How do we not? rally around that and say, hey, you cancel this, you apologize, we'll sign up again. Right. No, we're not putting up with this. We won't even do that. And on safety, the culture of safetyism, they're now throwing themselves in front of police cars, mm -hmm. then throwing themselves on the hood, and then rolling off the back when the police car moves, and then claiming that they were damaged that they were somehow or another put into an unsafe situation you're standing in front of a car okay <laughs> and i'm trying to move my car you are all threatening me mm -hmm. of course i'm going to do that it's it's from a culture where they have been made safe their whole life, there's no pain yeah. you don't have to worry about it you're safe sweetheart nobody's going to do anything to hurt you well, you stand in front of a police car. You chase a cop with a knife. And, and look, I applaud when they shoot you. And look at the earlier clip we showed where they're harassing this older couple. They're not yes. going to fight back. Right. See, that's safe. You're not confronting me. Right. You're not confronting any of my boys. Yeah. You're confronting this older couple. They're, they're bullying people in the inner city who aren't armed because they know it's safe to do it that way and they know if they go out into some of the suburbs yeah. or god forbid out into the farmland those people will meet the back end of a shovel well 
here's the thing. Not only that, I mean, you talk about the pedophilia thing. There's a new vaccine for pedophilia. I don't know if you've heard about it. It comes in syringes the size of five, five, six, and two, two, three. That's where my mind is on that, especially after your special last week, which is just jaw dropping and eye opening on this thing. Uh, just the, the insanity that's that's there that we've embraced, and and again, we've normalized it. We've yeah. laughed at it for so many years. Watch the sitcoms. Men are weak. The women are bullies. We've we've normalized perverted relationships. Just just look at TV. It's it's been and there for thirty years. We said because I've been doing this since the nineteen seventies. I've been on radio since the nineteen seventies. So I have a long enough time in it to where I've seen the argument over and over again, and every time slippery slope. There is no slippery slope. <laughs> We're normalizing pedophilia. Yeah. I was sitting with Tim Ballard uh, from Operation OUR, and he mm-hmm. said, Glenn, have you seen that? And I said, no. And he said, Glenn, I was, I was in DHS. I was part of the jump teams to go rescue children from pedophiles. That's what the pedophiles were watching. Mm-hmm. He said, we used that kind of stuff as bait mm-hmm. to catch them. Yeah. And now it's just normalized. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Uh, we've got more to come. Back in a minute. Who was the guy on the Navy show that was connected to town? But you said, stay with me. The, a little, a little bit more about Glenn. You referred to it before the break. The uh, the video that captured the moment that a man was injured after a group of protesters. Now these protesters were protesting Donald Trump's visit to uh, California to Sacramento yesterday. So they were protesting President Donald Trump, and uh, they decided that it would be a really good idea to attack a police cruiser. Um, not sure how you could be like alive with a brain and think that that would end well for you. But here is the video of that moment. Watch. There he is. <laughs> now look at this cop car actually pauses. Stops. He yeah. stops. Is he okay? And they start and coming guy, after him. Yeah, that he hits the back of his car. Yeah, I mean, y- you were just a few days away from somebody coming up to a cop car and shooting them right. both. Right. Oh, uh, I don't know. In California. In California. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be surrounded by a bunch of anarchists. Yeah. No. It, I, it is incredible. I watched it 30 times. I, well, I mean, really, <laughs> what do you think? You know, for all the talk that they say about police officers, uh, they will tell you, well, they knew they knew the risks when they took the job. Well, does this idiot not know the risk when he climbs on top of a car that's Safetyism. moving? Safety is he's been told that he's he's fine. Yeah. He'll, nobody will ever do anything to him. He can't be hurt. They got to stop. You'd have to stop. I mean, it's this is this is safetyism. Yeah, they're going after it. And it is, I mean, there's there are good. There the are, fact that the second cop slowed I down, know. stopped down to, to stop. see if he was okay is incomprehensible. <laughs> I do not have the strength to do that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Uh, all right. Really quickly, let's uh, let's talk about the Republicans who unveiled their new agenda if they win back the House. So they just unveiled this today. I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy announced it. They dubbed it the Commitment to America, and they outlined a blueprint for restoring the economy, 
defeating the coronavirus and backing school choice and law enforcement. So they're they're calling it the the three main themes. They're calling restore a way of life, rebuild the greatest economy in history, and renew the American dream. They also call for adding 10 million more jobs, uh, starting with an additional 200 billion in forgivable loans to small businesses through the PPP. What do you think? Is that going to be enough to win it? Yeah, well, at least they're focused on the right things. Yeah. I mean, not you mean everybody not else is, you know, everybody climate else. change. No. And the, you know, weather stripping. That, <laughs> that uh, he actually talked about that in yeah. his speech. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think people are saying to themselves, I want something to happen with coronavirus. But I got to have my job first. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's make sure this is fine. Make sure my kids are fine. Um, help me get a job. Help me get back to work and stop this nonsense in, with the police. I think that is the right. Me- if I'm a one person focus group, I'd be like, yep. Yep. yep they're focused <laughs> on the right things. I agree with that. I, I think that's, you know, so many of these ethereal ideas that are, are being espoused by the left, so many different things that are out there that, that yeah, I mean, you know, it is. Critical what, race theory. I mean, it's, it's, it's. Come it's, on. It's, yeah. That's a fact. It's not a theory. It says theory in the name, but it's not a theory. It's a fact. But, but, you know, let's focus on the real issues. At least I think they're trying to get back to that and doing it. I just I just want Republicans to stand up, come out from under the rock and have a backbone and, and, and be the loudest voice in the room. I would vote for anybody who just their slogans was shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Did you see the Biden uh, campaign Instagram that said he'll do? No. Yeah. Really? Wow. It's a picture of Joe. And it just says, he'll do. Wow. Was that that's, made as a... No. That's not a parody. It was, was, it was, really, it was wow. really from his serious. campaign. Mm. Did you see the, the... I think it was Harris and Biden. Both both referred to their administration as the, the Harris-Biden. Administ- the Harris administration. Yeah, the, the Harris administration with the help of Joe Biden. Yeah. And then Joe Biden said well, He's the a Harris skin Biden puppet, right? I mean, he's a skin mask. I mean, that's all he is. I mean, it, it is the Harris administration if, the, if he gets elected. Yeah. Because he's not going to last. He won't be there 12 months. Are they going to debate? Well, I think this whole idea of doing it with Joe Rogan's a phenomenally bad idea. But what? Th- I think it's a bad idea. Why? I just do. I just think it's a bad idea. <laughs> oh, I think if I were I, Joe, Donald I, Trump, I would say sign up for it right now because Biden will yeah. never do it. Oh, well, no. Trump's agreed sign to up. do it. Yeah. He's sign up right now it. and demand and set a date. Say, you know, October 20th, I'm going to be there and actually show up. It'll be the biggest <laughs> media event in history. It would be. It fantastic. would be huge. I just think it's a bad idea. I, I just think I think for Trump, it's a bad idea. Why? I just do. I think I think that Rogan, first of all, everybody needs to remember is a comedian and he wants the shock factor. I think you have to remember there's nobody better at shock <laughs> than Donald Trump. And uh, I think we'll he see. can hold his own. He's been in the World Wrestling Federation That's ring. True. I That's think true. he could play I think he could play Rogan's game. Yeah. I well if anybody can, he can. I, I just I whew, scary. <laughs> I'd rather I'll put it this way, I'd rather see that than, you know. Anderson Cooper moderating, right? right? Or Rachel Maddow or somebody like that. I mean, yeah. this thing, this whole thing's gotten Western. I don't know what the, what the hell's going on anymore. All right, back in a minute. <laughs> it's gotten Western. What does that mean? It's just gotten wild and outlaw. It's, uh, don't get me wrong. yesterday's poll. How are you planning on voting this year? 91% of you said in person. 
followed by 7.3% who said mail-in, and 1.5% of you said not voting. I, I feel like that's just random Twitter people, not the viewers of the show. I would like to believe that all of the viewers of the show are going to be Tomorrow voting. on radio, I have a story of the first time the Democrats tried to steal an election with mail-in voting. It's incredible. Oh. It's incredible. Oh, there's never been a problem. Really? Tell that to the people that lived in 1865. Oh, it backfired big time. Oh, I can't wait to hear tomorrow on radio. Tomorrow on radio. Then tomorrow night, I have the Civil War: How America May End by 20 by the end of 2020. Oh, I love it! I can't wait. Uh, All right, nine Eastern, eight Central. Yes, tomorrow night. All right, today's poll: What are you most afraid of? Uh, Your options are coronavirus, the riots, or President Biden. I, I don't want to just don't put President Biden out. on there. Coronavirus is out. I mean, uh, if Biden wins, I guess. But I don't like seeing the term President Biden. I just don't like it. It doesn't look it doesn't look right. I would go with the most afraid. Not afraid. Most worried. President, President Biden. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.